And we are live here with a Schloss Ramp Saturday night live from the Philadelphia suburbs. Yankees losing tonight. We got the NFL picks on the docket, and we'll talk a little bit about the Giants game tomorrow. Now, the number one story, though, is the Yankees. We live with the Yankees in the last podcast. We were a lot more pumped up then because they were sitting there defeating the Cleveland Guardians three games to two. And now they're down against the Astros, three games to nothing. And those first two games, you know, they couldn't hit. I figured, all right, they don't ever hit in this ballpark. They don't ever win unless they hit more home runs than the Astros in these postseason games that they've been playing with them since 2015. I figured, okay, they're going to come home, get in their ballpark, and maybe the offense will come back. And boy, was I wrong. This team tonight mustered three hits. One by Stanton, a double. One by Bader. One by Carpenter. Go figure. Carpenter takes the time to hit now. He couldn't hit, you know, against Houston when there was – in Houston when there was a chance to actually make a meaningful impact. Instead, he slaps an absolutely meaningless single at the end of this game. Bader, of course, had a meaningless hit too. This team, if they don't hit, they're never going to win anything. And they're down 3-0. I feel right now – Worse than what I would imagine a Red Sox fan felt in 2004. I don't feel as though this team can beat them. In my entire life as a Yankee fan, I've never been scared of a team. I always thought the Yankees would be able to pull things out. This goes back to even as far as 1997, Yankees-Indians in the American League Division Series. I thought the Yankees would be able to beat them. I wasn't scared of them. They lost. All right, so what? 98, they won the World Series. 99, won the World Series. But again, at this point, I'm not scared of any team. 2000 against the Mets. I mean, we all know what happened there. The Yankees won. I was never scared of the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2001. They won in kind of a a crazy way. They dominated the series. But again, I was not scared of the Diamondbacks. I know the Yankees had their trouble in the early 2000s with the Angels. But again, this was not a team I was scared of. It was a team I knew the Yankees struggled with, especially playing out there in Anaheim in that garbage ballpark. But again, it was not a team I was scared of. It was just a team that I thought there was trouble. It wasn't a team that I didn't think the Yankees could beat. I don't think the Yankees can beat Houston. I don't think they can beat them. The proof is in the pudding. This baseball team lost to them in 15, lost to them in 17. And again, they didn't win a single game in Houston that year either. They lost to them in 19. And again, in 17 and 19, I was not scared of this team. I thought they can beat them. 17 was a happy-go-lucky season for the Yankees. They came back from two games down against Cleveland to win that series three games to two. And you're happy as a Yankee fan, kind of rebuilding in the spot with Judge at a time where you thought Sanchez would be a star. Little did we know. But you're not scared of Houston at that point. You weren't scared of them in 15. 15 was kind of a fluke. I know I'm bouncing all around here with the years. 15 was kind of a fluke. You know, it was the end of the A-Rod to share a big, you know, big money Yankee teams. And, you know, you lost them, but it's a one-game thing. And, again, 17, you're just so happy to be there, but you're not scared of them. And you – you're still a Yankee fan fan at that time. You're still thinking, okay, we can beat this team. didn't matter that we lost them in 15. 
19, you're like, all right, I want revenge. I'm not scared of them. We can play with them. They're not going to be able to cheat anymore. I mean, maybe Altuve did with the buzzer in game six. Who knows why he was, you know, running to get that stupid shirt off or, you know, keep the stupid shirt on his uniform on. But right now in 2022, I mean, they had their spots in game two. There's no reason to lose that game. There's no reason that these bats can't hit. I don't know why they can't hit. I don't understand it. And now you can't even say it's, oh, they don't hit well in Houston. They just got three hit tonight. The guy Javier starting hadn't started a game since October 11th. Five and a third inning shutout ball, one hit. So just the one to Stanton. What is, what, why, what, what is wrong with this team? Where are the bats? Every single time Houston has a chance to make a play, they do. The Yankees drop the, the Yankees drop the fly ball tonight. What happens? They hit a home run, Chaz McCormick. Chaz McCormick's not some star. It's not George Springer out there. Astros lose Correa over the offseason. Jeremy Pena, this guy's a star. I mean, all they do, they lose players and they retool. They lose Granky. They lose Garrett Cole over the past three seasons. They lose Springer. They lose Correa. They even lose a guy like Marwin Gonzalez to the Yankees, who in 2017 was probably cheating his rear end off with the stupid trash can, but it doesn't matter. The Astros keep retooling. And they're better than the Yankees. The Yankees got nothing. Donaldson, that guy can't hit. He's done. The Yankees traded for him. They brought in that salary, and he's done. He can't hit. He plays a nice third base defensively still, but he can't hit. He's done. He's a former American League MVP. He won that seven years ago. I mean, this team... You like Judge, you like Stanton, you like Rizzo, but other than that, it's bare. There's nothing there. LeMayu's out. Benetton's out. I'm not making excuses. I'm upset. I'm mad. I'm annoyed that this team is going to lose yet again to the freaking Houston Astros, and they cheated us in 17. The Yankees should have been in the World Series that year. 19, Altuve might have been wearing a buzzer running into the locker room after it's that walk-off home run against Chapman. And there's not out from the pitching side with the Yankees. I, I can't even be that mad at Cole. It wasn't a great out in five-plus and three runs, plus two more unearned runs. I know it's not good. It's not good enough. But it doesn't even matter when you get three hits. The Astros score two runs, and it already feels like the game is over. You had no confidence in you're a Yankee fan like myself. You had no confidence that they were going to come back and win the ball game. They have no offense. Their at-bats are timid. Everyone is just swinging for the fences and flailing at the ball. There's no two-strike hitting outside of maybe Rizzo. This team is done. There's not even a point of playing game four. I mean, you got to be kidding me. As a Yankee fan, when in your life, if you're a Yankee fan, did you ever 
think you'd be scared of the Houston Astros if we're talking about this 10 years ago. They weren't even in the American League then. All they've done pretty much since they've been in the American League is go to ALCSs. Six straight. They're going to go to now their fourth World Series. Unbelievable. Fourth World Series in six seasons. I know they haven't won it. I know they only won in 17. But come on, they're either going to play the Phillies or the Padres. They'll be favored in that series. This Yankee team. Where do we even go from here? You got to bring back Judge. I get it. But he's been small in the postseason. And you can tell me, you know, Yankee social media, four home runs and close out elimination. I don't care. How many of those were against Cleveland? Cleveland's not a big-time team. You've beaten Cleveland now three times in the postseason recently, all just to get picked off by Houston anyway. So what is even the point? I guess 2020 when you beat Cleveland, you didn't get picked off by Houston. You got picked off by Tampa Bay instead. But what is even the point? Cashman does a good job sometimes with bringing in some of these smaller guys. You know, you can go all throughout the years – Wandy Peralta this year, DJ LeMahieu when they got him originally before they gave him the six-year contract extension. Guys like that, little pieces. Go back to 05, brought in guys like Aaron Small, Sean Chacon to save the team. I know I'm bouncing all around here. David Justice in 2000. You know, he's made good moves historically, but he's made some absolute clunkers. Jared Wright, Carl Pavano, Kayagawa. I could go through on and on and on and on. But eventually, if you're Cashman, all the, you know, the five championships, and he wasn't the GM for one, but he was still on the staff, eventually those can't hold up all the weight to keep you in your job. This organization is flawed. They don't go about things well. When was the last time the Yankees developed a star starting pitcher? Severino is kind of inconsistent and injury prone. Not him. Andy Pettit, I mean, this is like 30 years ago we're talking. It's a flawed organization. Sure, they do well in the regular season. They can win you your 90-plus games. And they've never had a losing season for the most part since I've been following the Yankees. I've been a fan of the Yankees. But something's got to change. They, they need to take this in a new direction. And I know Cashman is viewed as almost like the third Steinbrenner son. But something's got to change. And from the manager standpoint, people are criticizing Boone tonight. I mean, like, he hasn't been in the batter's box for the Yankees since 03 against the Red Sox and the ALCS. I can't even crush the manager. What, you're going to tell me you didn't like the pitcher he brought in tonight? What does it even matter? They got three freaking hits. It makes no difference. Tonight's not the night to kill Boone. Uninspiring. He doesn't hold the guys accountable. I mean, Bruce Bochy was just hired by the Rangers. I would have canned Boone and brought him in. Get some old-school flair in there. It's just insane. They're down 3-0. We all know only one team has ever come back. I was there for it, 4 Yankees-Red Sox. This is, this is just terrible. They're not coming back. There is no shot. There's not enough contact hitters. And with the Yankees and with any other team, if you're not, if you're all or nothing and you're not hitting home runs, you're absolutely nothing. And I don't want to hear about bullpen manager or even starting pitching.
could Garrett Cole have made a better pitch and not let McCormick hit it out to make it 2 nothing? Yeah, but so what? They got three hits. Unbelievable. They're going to get swept. At this point, I, I, I almost would prefer Houston sweeps them. I don't want this to get close. Don't, don't lay any false hope. Don't win the next two to make it 3-2. They're not winning the series. It's done. It's over. All right, let's get into the NFL picks. We took a week off. Picks have not been great. We're sitting there at 3-5 and 1. Not good. You know, we're under 500, but we're going to we're going to bring it back a little bit stronger. Actually, no, I think I left out a week there. I think we are sitting at 4-7 and 1. So, again, not good. We skipped week 1, we skipped week 6. Yeah, so we are 4-7 and 1. But what we're going to do here in this scenario, we're going to give out three games. We're going to try to bounce back. We're going to try to run off weeks where we're 2-1, and one, where we're 3-0, and oh, get back. And let's get into these picks. The first one, Jets laying the one and a half on the road against the Broncos. Russell Wilson's out. Jets got the better Wilson quarterback anyway. Zach Wilson has been playing very well since he stepped back in, managing the game, but also making some big-time throws, getting the ball the vast plethora of receivers he's got. I don't think laying one and a half on the road is a lot, even though it's Denver. Denver's a good environment, you know, for the home team. But I think the Jets are playing a lot better than Denver is, especially since Denver now has to put in a backup quarterback. And I know that Russell Wilson has not been the answer anyway. I haven't been fantasy. He's been terrible. But give me the Jets laying the one and a half. Next game, Seattle Seahawks getting five at the Chargers. Let's face it, we just talked about a good environment in Denver for a home game. The Chargers' home environment is absolutely awful. Geno Smith has been moving the ball down the field, creating big plays, completing a lot of passes. So I like that. I'm getting five points. Char- you know, the Chargers and Herbert. Herbert's obviously the better quarterback, but Smith has kind of held his own. Chargers kind of seem to let these teams kind of creep back into these games a little bit. So let's get the Seahawks getting five. And the next game, the Bears at the Pats. We're going to lay seven and a half with the Pats. That's a humongous number. I don't like to be on the wrong side with seven in the hook. But Belichick in his career, when he was a six to eight point favorite, they're 71.6%. And I know you're going to tell me they had Tom Brady for all the, you know, almost all those. Yeah, I get it. But Justin Fields is just not a great quarterback throwing the ball. Belichick, no, we all know with him, he dominates these young, inexperienced quarterbacks. So give me the. Pats laying seven and a half. So the next thing. Now here is something that's pretty much been breaking the internet and Twitter all week long. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who are two and four at my New York, or the New York football giants are at them. People are saying, how in the world can Jacksonville be favored? If you look at all the key analytics and measurements, DVOA, yards per play, third down, all those types of stuff. Jacksonville is actually better pretty much in every one of those crucial categories. That's why they're favored, point blank. You know, people say the default, and I've been guilty of this, the default is plus three. Jacksonville are to, to be getting lighting three points of your home if the teams are even. But Jacksonville doesn't have a good home field advantage. There should be a relatively strong New York contingent. There's all sorts of New Yorkers and New Jersey and Connecticut people down there in Florida, my parents or two of them, they're not going to be at the game, but you get the idea that there's a lot of New Yorkers down there in Florida. So it's not that strong of a home field advantage. 
Giants should be able to, you know, fill that place with some fans. They're off to a good start. But Jacksonville has been better pretty much in every key metric. And the Giants, you know, let's be real. I've covered this. They were lucky to win the Titans game. They were lucky to win last week at home against Baltimore. So it's not like they're, you know, a juggernaut. They're 5-1, and one, and I'm pumped they're 5-1. and one. But that's why the Jaguars are favored by that number, just because when you look at a power ranking, when you look at these key statistics, Jacksonville's been the much better team. So that's why they're laying, I think right now it's three. Or they're, yeah, they're laying three. Still three. I think it jumped to four, started off at two and a half, but it's, it's staying pretty confidently there at three now. I'm pumped for the Giant game, though, because I've been watching this garbage baseball. Yankees lose, lose, a day off, followed by more losing. So I'm pumped for the Giants. Are they going to let me down? I don't know. But at the same time, I'm pumped. I'm excited for that 1 o'clock kickoff, nice and early, early afternoon here on the East Coast. So the Giants, what they, what they have to do is just keep doing what you've been doing all year. You've been underdogs in pretty much every game you've been in, except for the Bears one. Got to keep working the run with Saquon. Got to keep getting Jones clean pockets, a chance to make his reads, throw the ball down the field when he can. But, you know, continue to set him up with the safe throws that he's made. And on defense, Dexter Lawrence has been an absolute beast from that interior defensive line spot. He's creating all sorts of havoc. Thibodeau had his first sack last week. Pressure Lawrence, pressure Trevor Lawrence. At the end of the day, he's still a second-year quarterback. Sure, he's looked better. Sure, everyone thinks he's got all the world to talent. He was the number one pick. Everyone knew he'd be the number one pick from the moment he stepped on the field his freshman year at Clemson. But what the Giants need to do is just keep more of the same. And Peterson, the Eagles coach, or not the Eagles coach, the former Eagles coach, now the Jaguars coach, he knows a lot of the Giants personnel from being in the same division with them. Because there's, you know, a ton of guys who are still there. Leonard Williams was there when he was there. Uh, you know, Barkley was there. Jones was there, obviously. But he doesn't know the newly solidified offensive line with guys like Andrew Thomas, who still has the highest PFF grade throughout the season. Evan Neal's been pretty solid in that one Dallas game. I thought, I thought Feliciano, forget about what the rankings have said about him. I thought he, he's been having a solid year as well. So I think again, this offensive line is much better. Their weaknesses are the guard, or the you know the center guard, center guard spot. Excuse me. But the Giants to win this game. Keep it simple. On offense, get the ball to Barkley. Do what you can to keep it easy for Jones to throw the ball and go get the quarterback. That's what they got to do. I'm pumped for the game tomorrow. No, I sound a little solemn, a little sad, but. Again, I'm just I'm so upset about the freaking Yankees. I I didn't think this was the year we'd be getting punked by Houston yet again. All right, Sauce Rant live, Philly suburbs. Let's go Giants tomorrow. Let's go out there and win the game. Win a game that you should be should be able to win. I know that you're an underdog, but that's okay. This team thrives as being an underdog so far this season. Let's go out there. Let's get to six and one, and let's see what we can do. Yankees again. I don't even care if they get swept. Truly. Maybe that'll bring about some change because I'm sick and tired losing to the stupid Houston Astros anyway. Just get it over with. Let me take my medicine and see if they can rebuild. Sauce rant. We'll see you later, everyone.